Damn, but I will say, the second I said hot dogs, y'all fucking judged me. <laughs> oh, God, Did you lose your goddamn mind? I'm either gonna drink to be happy or drink to be sad, but either way, we're I'm drinking. Drink. I'll take you guys to New Jersey yeah. as a matter. Alright, what's up, people? Thanks for tuning into the podcast. My guest today, my friend, Tarun Murray, right? That's right? Yep. Murray? That's Maria. Him? Maria. Yep. Tarun Maria. What's up, man? What's happening? Uh, thanks for coming on the show, dude. I really wanted to have you on. Cause, Thank uh, you for hosting. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're uh, a man of many knowledge, much knowledge in the farming industry and organic food and amongst other things, music and life and you know, all that <laughs> fucking good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, before we uh, crack into some stuff, we're gonna. Since you told me to go so, go light on you, I, uh, we're doing some light beers today, and maybe Thank not you. maybe not necessarily the um, biggest part in any craft beer scene, but I'm not just to let the audience know that I'm not discriminating against domestic beers, you know, like Coors Light and Miller Light, and you know, I. I I'm not having any of those things on usually. We're not having any of that on today, but I'm just saying that there will be a time when somebody just wants to drink light, and that will be probably the only one time that I have that can on the show. So somehow a beer will work its way into there. Like, oh, so now we have a Heineken. Like, there will only be one, but right. it'll be on the show. Yep, yep. But uh, we're not going that silly today. We're, we're doing still some local stuff, some... Some nice lighter beers, especially for the summertime. I feel like everybody likes lighter beers in the summer, like not too hoppy, not you know. It's you, hot. You want to cool down. Yeah. You, know, you, drink, you drink heavy beer and you start sweating and overheating. Yeah, especially those IPAs or porters and stuff. And yeah. You're just like, it brings you down hard. Nighttime beers. Yeah, nighttime yeah. beers. Wait till the sun goes down in California. Yeah. And it will warm up by the fire. So, so yeah, our uh, our first one is going to be the Trumer Pills, which is from mm. Berkeley, California, and I feel like. This is a solid summer beer all the time for me, and I don't know. Have you have you had it before? I've had it a few okay, times. Yeah. It's not it's not my go-to light beer, I guess, because I've seen it pretty frequently. Yeah. But I just recently learned it was from Berkeley. I thought it was yeah. some, like, you big, know. Big, big name. Big name, and uh, yeah, no, I'm kind of excited to get to try it now with the knowledge that it's... Uh, a local craft beer. Yeah, they got a whole thing on the back. You know, they're they're super passionate about the Pilsner style, and a lot of a lot of the craft beer guys don't really like a lot of Pilsners. Everybody's kind of doing this um, hoppy stuff with like you know IPAs and and, and uh, mm -hmm. session IPAs and pale ales, but I mean they're also adding the hoppiness to Kolsch's and lagers and Pilsners as well. So they're doing those styles of beers, but just hopping the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah, so it's. Got that heavy, yeah, kind of uh, aroma and kind of mouthfeel. Yeah, yeah. But then it's a light beer. Right. So, yeah. which is kind of cool. So, yeah, we're going to start off with this, uh, this Trumers. And so, let's get a little information of your, your background. Like, so, I know that you grew up in France. There's that, or you went to high school. You were born in France. I lived there for about 10 years. Uh, family moved there when I was uh, one year old, 
and then moved back to California when my little brother was born, when I turned two. So you were born in California? Born in California. Okay, born in... in uh, Mountain View. Mountain View, California. El Camino Hospital. Moved to France when you were one. And then uh, moved back when I was two, and then moved back again for uh, family business. My dad was an engineer, and so he moved out there for business back when I was one, and then again when I was uh, around nine years old, and then stayed there till I graduated from high school. Cool. Yeah. And that, so you're, like, all your high school friends are there, huh? Like, in France? Pretty much, Pretty yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I A kind of, of changed schools almost every year. Oh, really? So it was never the same? High school. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was never in the same school for more than a year. And, all right. Uh, yeah, that was kind of a difficult transition and movement. Yeah, know? yeah. But uh, it kind of got me to the rhythm of just constantly traveling and moving. So I feel like that's what's uh, taken me on my journey of life and, and you know, on a roll. And like always keep traveling, keep, traveling and, keep moving, uh, yeah. but keep your, your solid... Cheers, man. Cheers. Keep, keep your solid lifestyle going, you know, of what you want to accomplish and wherever it, it takes you that you can thrive maybe more than you, you have been in a certain other location. Yeah. 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 Um, do you, are you in contact with anybody uh, in France? Like, so some high school friends? Like, I am. And as a matter of fact, uh, I'm, I'm moving on right now. I just lost a lease on my farm in uh, San Gregorio kind of west of Mountain View, near the ocean, and uh, landlords want to sell the land, so I've had to leave my farm and, and kind of put everything away, and been looking for land and to transition onto, but now I'm moving to Hawaii, I got a gig out there. Which helping, island are you doing? On Maui. Maui. Yep. Nice. Helping, helping uh, with the agriculture, organic uh, food movement, and local food movement happening out there. Yeah. And, I've never uh, been to Maui. Maui's gotta be pretty fucking cool it's pretty uh, that that whole land mass out there the volcanoes and the yeah what what is out there is just so amazing the yeah. people are just so amazing and vibrant and beautiful and it's a it's a it's gonna be an, an epic journey but about the transitioning yeah yeah like uh it's uh I uh I'm going to be transitioning in between the two jobs that I have currently leaving my farm now and moving to uh, the island. And in, yeah. in between, I got a little time to travel to Europe with the family. Oh, so you, you spent some family time. So I'm going to go out there and visit a friend who's getting married and, and a few other friends Cool. during the, the next month before I fully transition to, to Maui. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's exciting, man. It's going to be a good time, especially if you haven't caught up with... Uh, certain people in a while it's always good to yeah to go back and, and you know reconnect yeah reconnect and, yeah. and see what everybody else is doing yeah even bounce ideas and yeah i try to make it so that like three years don't go by before i move out to these places that are far yeah. away and reconnect with these people totally it's tough because you really have to you know keep up with everything your passport and you know travel expenses and yeah. where you're going to stay and everything but once yeah. you really connect with people i feel like you kind of uh build a community outside of your local community well yeah you're, you're branching out more to so with. community is community right but yeah you, you you connect with some other people and that community grows mm -hmm. basically so mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome yeah um, so getting back into high school like so after high school did you know or during high school did you know that you wanted to just farm or 
were you into that already or was that something that kind of just came about later my family especially my parents you know were very passionate about food and uh my father's family came from a farming background in the same village that my mother's family came from okay and um I feel like the connection to the food, the recipes, the way my dad would would build a meal yeah. from scratch. Uh, epic Indian Punjabi high mountain meals and Southern Indian cuisine and just the the spices and flavors and aromas you just couldn't conceive of until yeah. you see it really just being pieced together you know, right. in front of you. Yeah. And... Uh, so he got you started he in got all me that. Started in, of just to food. Of just you like know? yeah, just, so just, just being loving. being attracted to food. Yep. And the process itself. Right. Was was what you like kind of like just took a hold to. And then I think was that early mind, young? Was that a young age or? Oh, my, our whole life. Just, he would yeah. go. He would come back from work, and uh, with my mom, they would both piece together a meal, and uh, we always made sure every night we had a meal together. You know, if we didn't have the morning. Yeah. breakfast meal which we like also so, tried to do I feel like it's so important too. at least at the end of the day we could all meet together at the table yeah. and they would prep this beautiful meal and have us participate whether it was in the process of prepping the food or most of the time you know not touching sharp objects and washing yeah. the dishes you know right right yeah so you get to see yeah, later on you get to touch you know when you can handle a knife or, yeah. or something then you're before, you know but after that you're washing vegetables and cleaning stuff off right, and you yeah. know that a little bit preparing you might hold the plastic uh uh spatula or, yeah and and the other one the um the uh to pe- like a peeler the plastic oh, yeah. peelers yeah. you know yeah. you know they're, they're, they peel some carrots or whatever but you get the plastic one you know so you yeah. don't cut yourself and yeah. shit yeah. no that's cool awesome man yeah yeah it's always a, uh did now did you want to get into farming after that or was it like uh so I mean I have, I have the same kind of love for food on a, on an opposite end perspective of like so when I was growing up we didn't get any of those things like we didn't I didn't get local produce I didn't get like uh fresh meats like that I mean it was probably somewhat weirdly fresh I guess at the supermarket as much as I guess it could be in right. kind of a town that's not really uh meat farming or, or whatever you know it's not grass fed and any, anything it's like that it's driven from far away yeah it's, it's probably industrialized yeah somehow meat and food yeah. yeah and a lot of canned goods canned vegetables yeah, maybe yeah. frozen stuff and I remember our past was like that too yeah you know? living here in the US food is very different from Europe mm. and so I think being exposed to European culture and uh, European traditions and, and the food and the process and the care yeah because they're, they're more caring about like every single thing, right? Like they definitely just, are, and I feel like it's not that it's a unique to Europe. This quality, this is a passion that I think everyone has around the world. That's true. This is worldwide, like the GMO thing. What's tough is that with the American food system, we've become so separated from our food system that people don't realize that subconsciously we're not making those connections to the food and and, and have been separated from knowing the process and uh, how food's grown and where it's grown and where it's packaged and why it's packaged and how it's packaged and yeah there's definitely a lot of knowledge that needs to be that even as kids and you know 
people need to be aware of what you're eating and yep. what's getting in. I feel like, yeah, like like you said, I feel like a lot of that was... It's and coming the transportation back. transportation of food. It is, definitely. Right. Yeah. But we do require food to be grown very far away from where people mostly concentrate in the cities. Right. And so people in the cities are very processed, or far away from the process of making food and, and transporting uh, our the farm yeah. you know? have you seen that uh i don't are you online at all are you are you on, not on social? really i'm kind of a off, off the grid off kind the of person grid, yeah <laughs> that's cool nah, i dig that i try a little bit you know i yeah. dabble with it but i'm kind of focused on the land and the seeds and the food production yeah. there was kind of something cool i don't even know if it's in production or it's already been a thing that people are doing in the cities but i definitely thought it was a fucking awesome idea and that why did anybody do this or should have been doing this in the first place? But um, they're basically making like supermarket farms, basically. They're kind of like... What does that mean? So they're, they're, they're having buildings basically as the farm and they grow it. You know, they grow and they have like greenhouses inside, uh, you know, the higher, the higher building. Like they're basically creating a, a building itself, yeah. like a skyscraper of some sort. You know, or however levels you want to go high or whatever. Yeah. But of, uh, like, organic things growing, like, inside. The building. So it's just not, it's not an outside, like, very natural thing. But they're, you know, it's greenhouse, like, a lot of light source, you know, a lot of water. So, like, fresh herbs and cut, yeah, fresh, cut lettuce and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, like, all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. And rather than being shipped, they're, they're growing it there. They're just bringing the soil inside, inside the, building. the building. Yeah. Yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is kind of cool, too, that I guess. That is kind of cool, yeah. And that, That's an integration, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of, I saw that online somewhere. I, it was, like, a, a drawing and, it, like, a cartoon illustration and, and a diagram of showing how it would work. And, you know, I... I I drink too much and, and <laughs> smoke too much to remember no, I have seen, the details. <laughs> I have seen, I don't know if it was a TED Talk or or someone that was watching with me uh, a, a few a few examples around the world where, you know, they're growing food in the cities and buildings and, and uh, whether it's food or not food, just plants and having the texture and the feeling and the exchange yeah. of... Uh, oxygen and energy with the, the right. plant yeah because you need more plants for the oxygen you need that in city life just right. in general yeah 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 i think it's a great thing no it's, yeah. I, I mean i hope more cities i mean catch on to that shit i mean especially if you're like so many fucking people like in the city that like they need that somehow so we're not shipping it like you said for the transportation so my brother-in-law uh, ben Farr, he's a farmer in the East Bay. He's got a company called Top Leaf Farm. Top Leaf Farm, okay. And he's, uh, he's building farms on the roof of buildings. Mm. And so it's still exposed to the outside air. They just build an impermeable membrane and uh, plant, you know, throw dirt on top. On and top, and yeah. Soil medium and a base to grow the food. And, and then uh, they build their, their compost and, and uh, fertigate through the irrigation lines and and recycle the water and yeah it's a pretty amazing process what they have going on there in, in the east bay right now yeah definitely that's uh i feel like that's something that people should be jumping on as well that's a that's a big thing as well yeah if you, if you have any access uh to your rooftop or whatever i mean that would be almost not not let's just say like hypothetically but if every person that or every building that had access that could do it yeah like just come as a community like neighbors and stuff together right, and being right. like 
you're you're planting this, you're planting that, and then we're gonna harvest together, and you know, and there's gonna be a plenty of food for all of us in this city. And, yeah, 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 fresh and organic. You know, we're planting the seeds, and I think it's a great thing. I think it's just gonna keep growing. Like I think so level. as well. I think yeah. people are really caring in America finally about what they're putting into their body, and it's making sense, right? That um, you're not just throwing all these pesticides or this garbage, like non nutritious stuff in your body is like not you're not getting anything from it mm -hmm. people are wondering why like you know shit's failing you know as far as their body and their health or anything goes it's like i don't want to point out the obvious but yeah it's like well, the tough thing too about this is that i don't want to put it down in any way but as much as it is cool that we can do this and a few buildings can be exposed to this and a few communities can be exposed to this kind of agriculture mm -hmm. in a city setting. Um, there are places in America where people don't get exposed to it at all. And I yeah. think that those are really the places we need to focus a lot of the energy on. They call them Ye food deserts. Right. Or places that have very low access to uh, quality, fresh produce from a farm within its you know 50 mile radius or so yeah yeah like the desert communities and stuff and yeah uh, yes and yeah i think because a lot of that and that that stuff is shipped far too right you know say you live out in the you know the middle of where like bakerfield or something like that you yeah, know what yeah. i mean and like those kind of communities really need to kind of step up their game maybe and maybe i don't know maybe they have because it's similar to the East Bay, right? I mean, the East Bay is hot, but they have a little bit more agriculture there, I guess, like soil and stuff that they can use rather than like what Bakersfield can use, right? right. So I don't. What do you What do you think the solution for them could be? Well, Bakersfield isn't too far away from farms. There's a lot of farms around in, the, in the area. In the area. Thing is, a lot of that produce gets uh, shipped off elsewhere. Yeah. So like, produce is just being driven around the map mm -hmm. all throughout the U.S. because California produces a lot of the U.S.'s produce. Right, yeah. And uh, a majority, I'm sure, I don't actually know the numbers here, but uh, the, the, the ratio from things that are produced that's grown in the U.S. to things that are imported from South America. Yeah. But that's, a, that's also a, a global issue in uh, our, our trade agreements and how we... How we trade with farmers that are shipping their produce from South America. Yeah. Yeah. I think, do you think that we can get away with not trading just for, for money? Like, so we're getting produce from Mexico. Is it because we're getting produce from Mexico? Is it just because the Mexican uh, 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 produce is cheaper? Whether it be, you know, it's probably, you know, GMO free and, and a lot of the other stuff well, as well. they're also closer to the equator. So, so the range of crops that they can grow. Are just are that more. more diverse, longer growing period because. So they can just keep cranking them out. Exactly. Right. Yeah. For example. For example, know, right. Totally. Or places like Chile, which are on the opposite side of the spectrum. So they can grow fruit that we grow at one time of the year at the complete opposite time of the year. So when the peaches aren't available here, grapes you see them at the market still right and bananas you're like where are these coming from hmm. but it's really that whole southern equator down to the south south pole right and and do you think that they're uh, that they make so much that to provide for 
a lot of a lot of the world really like if you're getting peaches from South America or, or something any any produce from South America because it's cranked out mostly so in much. the U.S. I think just yeah mainly in the mainly in just in the U.S. right um, do you think that'll always be a thing or do you think people will um, try to stay local and grow and harvest what they can and then you I think know. the food movement is trying to voice that and change yeah. what is happening like grabbing our food from far away yeah and kind of demanding more local you know how close to you are the farmer how close to you are the to the land and where the food is being produced and uh i think that's going to really help in the long run change that game of uh fair trade or free trade yeah fair free have, trade right uh, yeah with uh other countries around the world yeah, because I always wondered why that. I mean, everything. Every time you talk to somebody or about something that's like they're passionate about or something, you're just like, well, I mean, because the money, it's you know, and and I and I don't want to see like another country suffer because they can't sell us the like the peaches or something. That that's we, the tough thing too. You know what I mean? Right. But at the same time, it would just make sense that if we just kind of grew everything for us or grew everything for each other or locally I would right. say and, and, and help their community as we help our community right. and then yeah maybe some other things maybe not food but maybe some other things we trade and, and sell that to each other that maybe might be a little bit more important uh, not that food's not important but it is fresh important right you don't have to right. ship it right. and all that other stuff and maybe concentrate more on the getting countries up to speed on just uh, maybe more, more. Um, and I don't, I don't want to use a country term. I just want to say, uh, everybody be happy where they're living. Is kind of what I want to say. Yeah, I we, feel like if that was our intention. Yeah. In our, uh, how do you say, our uh, political agenda. Was yeah, yeah. To do this. Right, right. I feel like we would already, and we could have already. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if it's the fact that every four years we reelect another uh, president, yeah. you know, and a whole new administration, and everything can flip 180 like we saw over the last yeah. few months. But uh, the momentum kind of, you know, keeps bouncing. Yeah, which is weird. I mean, I, I can't, it's like, I think something in that needs to change as the system goes. Like, sometimes the system just needs to. You know, it's not Windows ninety five anymore. It's now, right? You know what I mean? Like right. now we're in a, a better. We need to we agree need a, on a kind yeah. of a foundation. A yeah, new, a new a new declaration. Right, want, right. Because this worked for those guys hundreds of years all ago. Men and women are equal. Yeah. You know? Now everybody's equal. <laughs> now we need to revamp that shit. Maybe right. take the high hitters or whatever and bring them into the. I get that. So yeah, I Bring think them in, have some beers with us, and yeah, let's talk. Shit let's out. talk. Let's talk some shit <laughs> out. Exactly. Yeah, I think if we have some weed, some beers, and the important people sit down and indulge in those things, <laughs> and be creative about the world, and really right. think about how to solve people's problems, it could happen. It could happen. Couldn't they could make history? Yep. Again, because <laughs> not everything from history is amazing. It's like okay, those those are old things. We need to update. You know, we're not using those old instruments anymore. We got fucking electricity now. We can crank out that guitar and 
turn it up to 11 because I can. Because I can. I'm going to turn it up to 11. <laughs> I'm going to crack. Like, Go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, I was going to say, I feel like, uh, yeah, there's there's tons of tough things that we need to change in our food system around the world and in our, our international and domestic food system. And uh, yet there's tons of things that are, are positive about it that are going on right now that are just so inspirational and uh, it's really awesome to see communities come together over food and over water and over you know homes and, and these are like these are life sources too that everybody needs right and it yeah you like Basic you said necessities for everybody but it's such a thing that will always keep going it will never stop food will never stop water will never stop and yeah those are things people need a place to live too. and it'll be in a place to live those are the like I would say the three necessities. If everyone doesn't have that on the planet, then we should really rethink where we're going. Right. We don't need anything and even else. Even in if America, we can't provide those things. Right. And even in America, you're telling me that, like Detroit or uh, uh, is it Detroit? Flint. Flint. Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. So Flint, yeah. Michigan can't get clean water. Motherfucker, I'd be out there collecting the rain water before I would drink any of the tap water. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of our old cities like San Francisco and Oakland and anywhere else around the Bay Area aren't also contaminated with old technology or old piping, you know? Uh, yeah, that's without and, a doubt. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, I just would be surprised to see someone take the study and uh, run with it and, and see if it comes out here in the future that really we need to be focusing on infrastructure more than anything else, you know? Yeah. More than, you know, military. Yeah, more than, yeah, more than <laughs> trying something. to fucking battle somebody or <laughs> right? kill each other. Let's just see how... We can actually make things better, right? Not worse. Why do people think? Why I don't understand why people do that. Let's know. make things fucking worse, right? Doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense. Yeah, it gets people like complaining and crying and not focusing on the what they need to real do. important goals for for our greater community. You know? Yeah, yeah, think, well, for the greater good. That, yeah, yeah. So that's the fight. Yeah, it's, if that's... it wasn't a fight, then it would just be all chilling back. <laughs> Why can't we all just chill back, crack so, some beers, and play play games? <laughs> I mean, that's the idea. We want to play games all day. We're all fighting to get there. Yeah, and that's a <laughs> sad because some people can't play those games. They're out there yep. doing jacks, you know, or, not, or they're fighting for their lives. Yep. And you got other people just fucking sitting at the high tower, play, you know, playing those stupid games by themselves. Yeah, it's no fun. Well, no shit. You're a fucking egomaniac, and you, you're a narcissist, and you, you're a cocksucker, <laughs> and all that shit. <laughs> all right, let's break out the second beer. All right. Um. I probably normally wouldn't have a lot of this stuff on, but I'll probably have the brewery from... I I heard about this beer. This is a nice summertime beer for a lot of, of people. I've only had this in the summer. Me as well. And, and I, I have, I've had it... The One first time before, actually. The first time I ever had it was probably like 2011 <laughs> or 12. That's funny. That's the first time I had it. Too. Same. Yeah. In the last time. In the last time, yeah. yeah. It's probably the same as me. Oh, really? Yeah, definitely. Because Happy reunion. Yeah, because these are now for my girlfriend because that's she's like, oh, it's back. I'm gonna drink it. And that's oh, like one of the only they beers. They took it away. Yeah, oh, okay. for a season. Uh, they don't take it away, but now it's getting more. Like it comes out in the distribution. Summer. Like now you can get it pretty much all year round almost. Oh, okay. If there's the demand for it, they'll keep the beer going. That makes sense. Um, and it's yeah. one of their it's one of their solid sellers. It's definitely in the summer, there's probably a spike right in sales, and a lot of people, men and women girls and boys whoever drinks 
dig this kind of style. It's not just a chick beer or something that people would say. I have a lot of guys ordering it as well. Oh, yeah, no. So yeah. it's one of those. But I normally don't drink it. I don't like wheat beers a lot. I'm steering away from Hefeweizens and, and you know things like that, Blue Moon. I don't like any of that okay. stuff. It's too... Uh, bready for me i think yeah it's kind of it's kind of thick and i probably have one a year yeah if that you know like i said this will be the first one i had all year before i yeah. got to the bar you yeah. know yep yeah. this will be got the... you a hefty oh, <laughs> got... oh thanks thanks uh pour... <laughs> no, can i pour one out for my homies <laughs> no so this is um this is 21st amendment all right and this is the heller high watermelon and like I said, it's been around for a while, and it's uh, 4.9. I'll take the high. And uh, they have a, a, a pub in San Francisco. It's not brewed there. It's, um, although um, some of, I guess now that's, was it was in Michigan or, <coughs> I want to say, uh, uh, <clears throat> Minneapolis or something. It's obviously not a state, but I'm trying, trying, I'm trying to pinpoint where they were brewing before, somewhere in the Midwest, like well, somewhere like around there, like maybe Minnesota it might have been Minnesota. Looks like but, they bring the the watermelons to the bay. Yeah. And then, uh, but this one is bottled in, or brewed and canned in uh, San uh, Leandro. Oh. So that's pretty local. Yeah. So it's right across the bay. Yeah, yeah. But Just before that, of Pilsner or what's or that? The Trimmer. Yeah, pretty much sisters yeah. on that one. But uh, yeah, they, they might have two or three brew facilities now. I think it's either Minnesota. I don't know if they're doing it in North Carolina or not, and then probably California, but I know they have like at least two facilities. Okay. Which is, I think the, at first it was the Midwest. Got out to California, we have our own. San Francisco has like on 2nd Street, has like a brew pub or whatever. I don't think they brew there. Okay. But it's just like a uh, gastropub or, or a tap room of okay. some sort. Yeah. But it's all it's all twenty first amendment stuff. But uh decent stuff. I mean shit comes out of there. You, have you had anything major from twenty first or um I typically like porters if I'm gonna drink something that's not a light beer. You right. Know? Totally. Like a porter. Yeah, you're you're a porter kind of guy, I yeah, know. Yeah. So I think I had a porter from that. A black or a black beer. I can't remember which one it was. There is a black IPA. There you go. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I love IPAs too. Yeah. I'm blanking on the name. I think it's black. I can't remember. So there's too many beers, but. Um, nope, don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. It's not really a big idea. If I have it, I'll, you know. I'm used to getting the Brew Free or Die. It's just a regular IPA, okay. which is. Pretty good too, not not terrible. It's nice, but you know, they're, they're kind of one of the bigger craft. They they've they've gotten a little bit bigger over the years than certain ones in the local area, but still, you know, why not give it a shout out and give it a try? Like I said, we're going light today, so this is a summer, you summer know, sesh. summer sesh kind of <laughs> feel. Where cheers, man. Cheers. It's very light. It's, you still get that watermelon too. Totally, it's like a but very subtle. It's kind of what I, it's subtle though. It's not like crazy over the top where it's like super sweet, you know. And you get that shitty watermelon. You're like, ah, it's not what I wanted out of a beer. But yeah. this one, not not bad, you know. I, I don't think I would drink it more, but I would. 
No, one. I, one I would recommend four years is a great. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. But I, but I, I, but I would recommend you know if you are in the sun, you're going to the beach, or you're going to uh, Dolores Park, or you're going. No, definitely. Like anywhere 10. for a picnic, kind of a feel out in nature. Yep. You can grab like a twelve pack of this and fucking have a good time. Yeah, it's really nice. It's very, a, very light. Very light. Sweet. Summery. You know, get that. I, I, people it's crave not too watermelon. Sweet either. No, no, it's not too sweet. Yeah, you like get the flavor of the watermelon, but it doesn't like leave a. It doesn't taste like a cocktail or. You know? No, I still feel like it kind of finishes with a beer. Like it, you get that watermelon on the back end, yeah. But then at the very end, it's still a beer. Bubbly beer. Yeah. yeah. It's like nice and crisp still. Yeah. So I mean, I definitely recommend it for people, who are, are into light beers and and are looking for that summer beer. You know, I'll take it. I'll take the trimmer pills too. I might take that one first before I take this, but I would bring if I had to pick. I would pick one of these. Take yeah, it over. Yeah, it's good to revisit it once in a while. It's not terrible. I'm uh, I'm not too big on like flavorful beers or like sour beers because they like sometimes aged in like a different barrel or something. I don't yeah, know. yeah, and it's not your thing. So, uh, not too much. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I do, I do dig it if it's a, if it's not too sour. Yeah, but super sour. Occasionally, yeah, 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 you'll 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 indulge if there's something. And then same with the hefeweizens, you know, it's kind of like they want to integrate it with the, with the citrus. Yeah. Or fruit, you know. Gotcha. So I've never had one with uh, watermelon. Yeah, this is the only one I've ever had, and that's been pretty much their their signature. Yeah. You know, one of their their, their go tos, but, yeah. This is this is what this is what the lady's been drinking oh, really? for a while, yeah. yeah. So this is yeah, this is their thing. They're like, ah, I'll, I'll take it. We have it on tap at the rose too. Oh, they have it. Yeah. Wow. It's on tap now. I'll have to try it on yeah. tap. Comes around. Does it come with the watermelon size? No, only the 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 um the that the tap they room. They do it at the tap. Yeah, room. yeah, they do it at their tap oh. room. You get a little yeah, you get a little slice of watermelon or or what do you call those the scooper? It's like but it's like a a ball a baller. But oh it's like, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? about? Yeah. Just, yeah. Ball it up. Ball it up. Ball it up, put it on a toothpick That's or, or whatever, a straw or something, and yeah. toss it in. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. So uh, are you, um, what are you going to be doing as far, so you're doing the farming. I am farming. In, is, are you, are you going to be doing anything with your brother as far that's basically what I'm asking. Are you, are you doing any? Oh, are you guys working together as a team? Like, Dude, we got guys, plans. You got plans. We got plans. So, what do you got plans for the future then? What's going? So, my little brother and I, after my father passed away, got invited to work in the restaurant industry through a friend of the family. Okay. In Hawaii. And so we uh, went out there and we worked in his restaurant and got to kind of walk in through the back door and get settled in the dish pit and learn how to like wash the dishes and put stuff away and kind of help people out in the back and that was kind of our first job you know okay so yeah. was, you know uh, things were getting ordered we help put stuff away and learn where everything kind of goes and then work a little bit of the front of the house and serving and and uh work in the cash register and then kind of came back to the kitchen because that was both of our interests and so with my little bro we really want to uh open up a little restaurant um farming food to table kind of thing food to table kind of concept you yeah know? okay yeah. maybe not necessarily brick and mortar maybe not a food truck 
but right, you know, maybe maybe tables on the farm out there and throw some sheets and some you know a good tablecloth on there and, and have at it. Have at it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Any um, any any particular spots you got? I mean, obviously you're in Maui, right? But right. It's, uh, um, certain spots you're looking at uh, to do the, it. Yeah, at, to host at. Like like he's at now, right? Is, is he? He's is currently he, at a is bar. He, okay, uh, so bartending. He's not doing the, the the food truck anymore. He he recently got out of that food truck. Okay, but gained a lot of experience. Right, so totally. Kinda, I'm excited to to get to see, you know, how we work together in the kitchen. Mm. And so having this farm in the in the local town of Lahaina, Maui, uh, we want to do something in the vicinity of the farm. Yeah, and kind of keep it like local. Yeah, keep it local. Produce from the farm integrate it with chefs from the island and people who are interested in growing food and uh, try to do kind of some uh, community style sliding scale donation based work trade yeah uh, for the food the produce fresh or cooked right so uh, maybe do also maybe not just sliding scale maybe that'd be more for like the local community if you know if you can pay pay if you can't come and work on the farm come help us out you know they have something like that in Oahu which is kind I've of I've heard cool. of stuff like that coming up around yeah, yeah. Um, I st- we, that's where we stayed okay uh, when we went when we did that trip okay in Oahu there was a my friend she was uh, what was the farm that you stayed at oh uh, I have I can't remember I have I had the card somewhere it's like Kamawa or something like that or or Kamahawa so it was right on the um, the, the west side of uh, Oahu like really far up it was really local I mean it's but they had a farm, you know, a little bit in from the ocean, probably about a mile or two. But it was all, I think, volunteer work. But I don't know exactly if it was volunteer. You get to live on the farm, um, eat at the farm, but you work the farm as your regular job. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. you work on the farm, but they had hydroponics, uh, planting a ton of stuff. You know, banana trees because it's tropical. Um, just a, a, a bunch of, of community base, basically based. and But they also had kind of like a, a, it was like a hostel where you can stay there too. And then they had a little cafeteria that where, that was where all the all the food was coming from was the farm. That's awesome. Yeah. It was really good and really awesome. And my friend that I used to work at the coffee shop with, she... I just it's like a six month program and she just kind of went out there and just was doing it yeah so this land isn't a privately owned land it's a public land okay that's uh i think it's owned by the county of maui mm-hmm. and then it's uh owned partially or or uh, being leased by the university of hawaii and some charter schools in the area oh cool and so the farm that i'm working with there is called simply fresh Gotcha. Okay. And uh, they have a lease that uh, that uh, consists of 12 acres. And that's, so that's, a, that's a nice spot. That's a good chunk. We probably won't be able to house anybody there, but definitely no, trying but, you to know. integrate the food into the community. And this is a part of getting started too, and, right? Uh, you know, this is... You know. really focus on local produce. Yeah. And local ancient produce. Yeah, yeah. Like this, uh, this land used to be the, the Queen's Garden and uh, was... Fully a breadfruit forest and and taro growing from the the rivers that were coming down from the streams in the mountains down to the ocean. Yeah, and 
Yeah. Trying to maybe re rebuild that or re uh, integrate those foods and customs and traditions with things that can also help uh, the people that are there now, the local community and the people that have migrated there over time. Yeah. Uh, to to kind of lessen the burden on food coming from the mainland or from other parts of the world being shipped in. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely awesome. That's, I mean, it's, it's, it's good goals to reach for, for a certain time, you know, for timelines of, of getting to, to those kind of levels right. and really distributing to the locals, fresh organic stuff that you're dishing out and you're, you're coming there to work. You're not there, you know, like people just trying to take over land, you know, you want to give back. Right. Right. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of people move to Hawaii and they're just trying to like take over shit like Mark Zuckerberg, you know, he's trying to buy shit in Oahu, he's like, buying like fucking land, really? you know. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know if it's totally true, that's what I heard. Yeah. And I read a little article about it. Yeah. You know, it could be fake news, who the fuck knows, but <laughs> but there are people, I mean, even like the military that's taken over, like when I went there in definitely. Oahu. Yeah, definitely military presence in Oahu. Yeah, when I, when I went to Oahu, there's like a, basically a fucking fenced in gated community obviously for the the army people yep and then across the street is like poverty like a motherfucker right you know what i mean it's yeah. just like broken down swing sets you know we were talking about that earlier you know yeah right now our agenda is to fund the military over really focusing on what the people need those basic necessities and why the Food, fuck are they divided why is everybody home. divided what do you need a fence for what do we need a fence for yeah so, fuck yeah. your fence fuck your fence fuck your wall I feel like You're on my slowly land, but surely people are slowly getting to this point where we're just breaking down those fences and realizing, you know what, my neighbor's my neighbor for as long as I live. And i got to yeah. treat this person with respect. And, yeah, I think everybody's, not everybody, but there's a lot of people that are scared of their neighbor or like, this guy could be a serial killer or right? this guy could be whatever. You're like, how yeah. about you give that guy a chance? How about you just make you him know? some cookies, go over, say what's up? Yeah. <laughs> be like, hey, I mean, and that, can, that needs to happen with the, the fucking military in Hawaii. I mean, I yeah. get, it's like one of the biggest naval, right? Was it Navy right. or Army? I think it's Navy. But <clears throat> well, that's a... I don't know much about it, but I, I do know either. that it's a place of strategic positioning, I'm sure. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's a buffer zone between the West yep. Coast and the rest of the world right. to that side of the U.S., you know? Yeah. So I don't know if the U.S. military will ever just leave there. But I do know that there's a big Hawaiian sovereignty movement where the natives are asking for their land back. They should get it back. And or... I mean, or like I said, there should no be no fences or no walls. Right. Tear that shit down. Open up your gates. Let your kids play with my kids because they need to learn the local fucking where they're at. They need to know where they're at. Yeah. You're not getting the real experience. And these people have been there for I think we'll hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. I believe that we'll get there. Yeah, I think we'll get there. I'm hoping it because... I think people are, you know, they need to be treated fucking better than, than what we're treating everybody. Yeah. We're treating people like shit, and it's not good. It's happening all over, yeah. Everywhere. It's it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. People being fucking bullies. There's bullies of the world, and there's other bullies, and we can't stand for that shit. No. Gotta well, we gotta stand up to them, yeah. you know? You gotta stand up there's to the bully. There's protests going on around the world about, you know, everything we can't stand for, and uh, I think they're very important. We gotta voice our opinion, and and do our our physical work our way to uh 
I guess remedy remedy the problems that we have. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cheers, man. Cheers. We'll uh, we'll take a little break and then uh, we'll be back for round two. So uh, stay tuned for the song. Cheers. All right. Hope you guys are enjoying round one. We're gonna take a little song break here. Uh, this is gonna be from my latest musical project that I was involved in. Uh, this is from Marshall Railroad. Uh, this was definitely a passion project for uh, me and uh, uh, my best friend back at home. Uh, we decided to make an acoustic duo album, and uh, it was definitely a process. It took us about two years to write and record all the songs, and then after the at, uh, at Midnight Studios, uh, in, in New Jersey, and after uh, we finished recording, um, we decided to uh, take a few months and, and book a, a, a full U.S. tour, so uh, we, we did that, and uh, it was probably one of the, the best times I ever had. It was a dream, I think, that we've had for a long time to go on a full tour, and it just goes to show when you put your mind to something and you have a project and you see that whole project come full circle, you get the best results in it, and that, and that high stays with you for like a really long time. Um, but this is a, this is a song off that album. Um, it's a self-titled album, Marshall Railroad, and this song is called "On the Rocks." Enjoy. Now, now, and now time's running 
days And I need a drink, man To wash you down Educate my life now, now And I need a drink, man To pour you out This is my life now, now And now time's running out And we're back. It's my friend. Aloha. Um, Tarun Marie. Can everybody know your name? Maria. Maria. Fuck. Fuck my life. I'm terrible thing. No. You know it's weird to say in people's last names. Do you know my last name? It's not Buck. <laughs> yeah. It's not Montana. It's not Buck and I like to fuck. No, it's, it's definitely it's not, not that. It's not Buck and I like <laughs> It's definitely not on that label. Vargas. Um, Joe Vargas. Joe Vargas. Yes. You got it right. You Is that it? Yeah, you right, got it. Right. Without the S. Oh, Varga. Yeah. I'm Hungarian, not, not Spanish. That's more Spanish descent, I think. Okay. I know, but I know a lot of Vargas here, which is kind of cool. Really? Yeah, there's like a ton of people that have like, oh, my last name's Varga with an S. Oh, shit. That's cool. Blah, blah, blah. Um, hey, we got the same last name. Yeah, we got almost what's the same up? last name. Fucking killer, bro. Fucking killer, bro. We're almost cool. We're, yeah. almost, we're almost one. Yo, what's your dad's name? <laughs> <laughs> Did your dad fuck anybody I know? <laughs> uh, all right, this next beer we're going to start out with is the Alesmith. Of beers. Special. And they spelled it Spezil. Spezil. Pilsner. <laughs> Pils. Pills. German style Pilsner. And we're going for 4.9. Brewed and canned. And uh, Alesmith Brew Company in San Diego. San Diego. So Wales Vagina this came out of. Hmm. Delicious. Yes. So we'll see how this... This is a good summer beer, I'm, I'm guessing. It says clean, crisp, and refreshing. Hmm. So I don't think that uh, we'll have a, a time pounding this one. But I'd be the judge of that. That's true, my friend. That's true. Um, so, let's talk about the first time I met you. I so saw I met you at the Rose. Ah, yes. And it's been a the few... Rose a little, Garden and the it's, Golden Gate Park. It's been a long time now. It's been about three years or so, even not more. Maybe three and a half years. I've been here for about four. So I met you almost immediately. But everybody knew you as the ukulele guy. That was my... That was your shtick. Shtick. Every time you came to the bar, I'd be like, that's the ukulele guy. And then nobody knew what the fuck your name was. And everybody's like, I don't know hey, who that guy, guy is. it's the guy. He plays ukulele. Yeah, I was always uh, intrigued by that name. Uh, yeah. It was funny to see people walk up like, hey, uh, who, who's the ukulele guy? I'm like, can't you see? I'm the guy. Holding I'm the, the guy. I'm, I'm the, the guy, guy with holding the ukulele. the ukulele right now. What the fuck do you think, man? <laughs> but you always play it off, too. You know, more you're... Uh, you always play it off. Uh, n- <laughs> uh, I don't know how to say it. Um, yeah, that might be boom. a say. Boom, boom, crash. <laughs> you know. Um, I'm gonna say that you you play it off. Exotic. You don't. You, you know. You have more of you know the 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 look of. 
a farmer from India that might have more of an accent, and then you don't. In reality, but your mom does. Do the overalls give me away? <laughs> did my overalls give me away? Yes, they did. <laughs> but, and then I got to know you better. I was like, oh, I love this guy. He's super cool. I, uh, <clears throat> I like the fact that you actually are exotic more than you put off, but you're more American than... What comes to the eye. What comes to the eye. <laughs> and when you come to the bar and it throws people off, you know, I love that about it. Yeah, me too. I like to play on that. Yeah, it's a good play. And that's, that's I don't like it when a lot of people ask me, like, oh, man, where are you from? No, I mean, like, where is your family from? Yeah. But uh, sometimes I do like to kind of play on that and, like, show up to people and be like, oh, hello. Excuse <laughs> me, can you point me to the nearest restroom? Yeah. <laughs> and I watch them laugh and be like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, exactly. So All funny. I had to do was say the accent. I know. And I just broke the ice. Boom. And that's yeah. I kind of and that's what I like. To me, you're like a, a Saturday Night Live character or somebody that <laughs> I just love, and you're just like just love the fuck with people because that's exactly what needs to happen. Right. You know what I mean? I mean comedically. Yeah, comedically. Not, and not not, not like in an asshole not kind an of asshole way. way. No, no. But yeah. it's just funny because there's so many uh, cultures that come to the rose. It's so, and I do get. Everybody from oh yeah, it's amazing. You know, yeah, right? it's such a, a hub for <clears throat> well, from Stanford, from just people visiting the Bay Area. Now there are all these tech companies that people get hired from all across the world. So there are people, you know, people yeah. want to know where to get a beer, and the Rose is the spot. The Rose is the spot. Yeah, and you get yep round, and you get this enough. like yeah, you get this uh, choice, you know, this you know? English pub, and everybody's like, all right, well, let's flock to there because. The Europeans are used to pubs and... Well, that was my kind of draw, was like being from Europe and then... You're uh, like, okay. Just knowing that like, you know, there's more beer out there than Coors and Milwaukee's Best and, and Heineken. Though I did, you know, go through my first semester of college and year of college. Of course. Going to parties and, and that was Drinking definitely... Drinking the shit out of that choice stuff. out of that yeah, but you can afford it anything else. You know? Right, of course. But you now I'm like, oh, okay, I drink beer for the flavor and for the, the quality and for... As you get you older, know. you get a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, intellectual, or what do you say? Yes, uh, more, exactly. Uh, I don't know how to say it. Schmoozier. Snobbier? I don't know. Snobbier. <laughs> I get to choose and I'm, I have a nice experience. I want to pay experience. more for my experience. Yeah. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. I'm tasting something good as I well. I wonder if they put like... It's kind of like you're going from... a nice bottle and then charge people five bucks a bottle? I think... Oh, I think... Would that you know, I th- sell? think a lot of those people would sell better if they stopped using the word light. Uh, like Coors Light just sounds fucking trashy. Yeah, it Natty matter. Ice Light just sounds trashy. But I'm sure there are people out there that are really believe that the light aspect, the change in the quantity of what sugar. Uh, there is. There's those assholes out there, and it doesn't really. I didn't ch- want to call them assholes because I was one of those assholes, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I hear that. I, I you know, when people I, want to drink a light beer, but you just comes the knowledge. The knowledge is that you just need to know that your ABV is low. Right. Get a beer that the ABV is low. Right. Call it something else, but at least you know that it's an all-grain, pretty organic process, whether you know you add some corn sugar or not. You, you totally. Know, you put yeah. that stuff in there. Right. 
give us the ingredients, right. what I'm drinking. Right, yeah. You know, just be honest with everybody of exactly. what you're drinking. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be total shit, right. but it's all about the money for that. You know what I mean? They're just cranking out because you can just drink piss water all fucking day, right? Right. Especially in college. Well, you get, get the two for one, two. Yeah. Know? I'll get a regular and a light. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Then you get, oh, I got a, a, a 32 pack of Natty Ice, and you're just like, you know, here's, here's what sounds good natural ice. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. Natural ice is a pretty good fucking name. That's why it's on the. But yeah. it's so far fucking from it. You know what I mean? Right. Now that people are getting the term ghetto for natty because it's not so natural and it's just a bunch of piss water and no. You know nasty what I mean? Nasty ice. Yeah, nasty yeah. ass ice. People are fucking. That does make sense. It's kind of like you melted the yellow ice that you weren't supposed to drink. That you weren't supposed ice. to drink. We're drinking now. We're drinking. Yeah, now we're, we're drinking, drinking the yellow snow. Don't We've drink melted that natty ice, bro. No, no. And that's a college. <laughs> that's a, that's a late high school college kind of take, you know. But they're like, we're drinking beer. What's my dad drink? Uh, your dad drinks Budweiser. Fuck Budweiser. Your dad. Oh, cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers. This is the Ale Smith. Not to fuck Budweiser. Specials, but, but no. If uh, yeah, well, I mean, let's let's go back to where we started. Yeah, the Ale Smith. The Ale Smith. Cheers. Special pills. We still haven't tried it yet. Yes. Crispy. It's crispy and clean. It's got a nice clarity to it. The color. Mm-hmm. It's you know a very light piss blonde, which is most pilsners are. Yes. Speaking of piss water. <laughs> Speaking of those piss waters. But, this is not piss water. But. Kind of reminds me of a. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Reminds you of what? Uh, kind of like the. Like a Kolschi. It does remind me of, of a Kolsch. It's almost like the Palo Alto Kolsch, in a sense. Right. That might be the one that I last had. Yeah, it has that. It definitely, it definitely has that Kolsch aftertaste. It's right. almost like this. Um, not metallic, but kind of a... It's a hard to describe. I don't know. It's like this weird flavor that's like on this high end of my tongue. Yeah, no, I, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But it's good. It's, But it is like a Kolsch. It Very much like, like a Kolsch. Kolsch yeah. Like a high-end Kolsch. Yeah. I guess that's why they're called a Pilsner, because it's 4.9 instead of like 4 or below or 4.5 or something oh, like really? that. Oh, really? In it? percentage. Okay. I'm not necessarily... I think the brew process is a little different as well. Yeah. For a Kolsch, is similar. Kolsch... In my mind, whether it's true or not, is between the lager and the pilsner. Yeah. It's like pilsner, Kolsch, lager. Okay. Lager's a little bit more thick, more body to it, and still, but still has that crisp blonde taste. You know. And yeah, I so, still haven't brewed beer, but I'm totally fascinated. It's by fun. It. I mean, honestly, once you know the process. Yeah. You could have a blast with it. You're like, why didn't I fucking brew beer forever? Because right. I'm an asshole. I don't want to learn the process. No, I, I really like that some people have gone ahead and done it. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, because <laughs> if they all took the same amount of time I have, well, you're doing the. I mean, you're doing it with the farming. You're doing what <coughs> they're doing in the beer world. You're you're creating. Yeah, I just a, another source. Appreciate that there are people out there doing that. The beer work out there. Well, you know? I, and the same as I appreciate that there's people out there doing the beer work and the farming work with the food, and people are making a stand for good things, good products. Yeah. Here, here. Cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers to good products. Cheers to good progress. And and a healthy, happy life. And it's good. I would drink. I would. Yeah, I would grab a case nice of this. Though, huh? If they sold this for even fifteen dollars, 
Let's see what Natty Ice you can get for like thirteen ninety nine. Maybe. So what is a, what is it that makes it German style? Because that it's probably I, a recipe from in Germany. Europe, in Europe, yeah, having drunk German well, beer before and it's during Oktoberfest, but ye, like it kind of reminds me of like an, an Oktoberfesty. Well, I mean, uh, all the, those beers come from the European and country Germany and right, Czech yeah. and all those. They come from those traditional names of like Pilsner, you know, the Czech Hefeweizen. Yeah, the, the Czech Republic was one of the first people to do the Kolsch, I think. And the and one of the Pilsners in Germany, you know, right next to it, jump jump on and but it's all about the recipes, right? You you do an Indian recipe of, you know, your your homeland or, you know, your ancestral culture. Okay. <laughs> Which is what we're probably gonna have after this is the last one. The last Ooh. one's gonna be a little hoppy, but it's yeah. an easy jack. So yeah. you know, uh, but skip. but any of the recipes with the food, like any of the you you know your your home native country, you know, and those recipes, you use their recipe, but maybe you use you know different grains. Uh, you know, not you know they're from America, they're right. not from right. India. But yeah, you know, on the same on the same sense. I mean, just with everything. Like, I right. can't can't cook mutton curry with a mutton from India. Right. Gotta find a locally raised mutton. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's the thing. You got you got you get you got to get your source yeah. as local as you can. But it has your the culture and the ingredients from those countries. Like that's the recipe. I got everything down except for you know maybe one or two, and that's kind of. So that's why it's always like German style. Right. Czech style, this style, any style. Styles, because it's not the original. It's made from the original. Yeah. But now I have a certain kind of style because I sort of stole it from sort of somebody else. Is that what style means? (laughs) Stole? (laughs) It should be. Style, I mean, well, style is like... Why just kind of takes the place of the O. Throw you off a little bit. (laughs) Throw your ass off. It's kind of a weird thing. Style's a weird thing. Yeah, I mean, there's style, but I mean, as far as not not fashion, but you know, beer style. No, I hear you. You know that just, that's yeah. you. Know, but fashion style, and that's yeah, that's a totally different fucking dog to to take on. Yeah, I'm Indian style. I'm, I'm not really Indian. Right, yeah. you got Indian style. Yeah, <laughs> tan skin, the hair, <laughs> that kind of vibe. Yeah, but I love it. It's good, and you like to fuck with people at the bar. It's like this is not the ukulele guy. No, that's him. How yeah, can you tell? No, he's over there. He's over there. Yep. Don't touch my ukulele, dude. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch. Yeah, don't touch. Unless you play a song. So, uh, so what? So what brought you uh, coming to the Rose besides the English, and then you just kept coming back for the people? Well, uh, you've known? a big part of it was uh, really the ukulele, actually. Mm. I mean, I love beer. Don't get me wrong. That's why I chose that bar versus any other bar. Right. You know? Of course. So uh, the selection of the beer, the people, of course, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a different level of folks that find their way to that parking lot and find their way into the the crack in the the building there and uh, make it into the Rosen Crown, then, you know, voila. And then it is what it is. And then you're just in paradise. (laughs) Yeah. Hanging out. And I love the, uh, you know. The patio, you know, being outside. Right, I was going to say that. And playing the ukulele. I, uh, I love playing instruments music's been a large part of my life growing up and uh i uh i wanted to find a place where i could play music and not really uh 
have a security guard try to smack you in the face to take it away from you. That, yeah. <laughs> no security guard, a place where people might enjoy it a little bit, and then I could kind of like play in front of a crowd and get through my uh, social anxiety of, of being around people and public speaking, you know? Do you have, do you have anxiety over, over a lot of that? I definitely, do you? definitely did. And, uh, now, it it's, kind now of, it's going to subside a little bit goes, more? It goes and yeah. comes, you know? Like, I have that sometimes. Yeah, I, I feel Depending like, on the crowd. I feel like you know. we all kind of have it. We all have the ability to be everything that every human being on the planet is. Right. But uh, I think practice, like practice makes perfect. Like what that really means is like, you know, you just kind of got to work it. through it. Like I get lazy sometimes and don't want to exercise or do the cardio, but really like you got to do it and it gets better over time. So yeah, the doesn't... more you practice, the if better. If you feel like shit the first day. Don't 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 fret. Exactly. You're gonna be fucking You're gonna good be fine after in about like two weeks. Practicing and practicing. And, yep. And so uh, I think that goes along with uh, communication and with uh, you know our our knowledge too. Yeah. I mean, we can sit here and say we don't know stuff, but like if you are interested in it and you really want to know, you just take the time and you'll get there. Yeah. And here's the thing. I mean, not. I mean, I feel like there's two sides that we we don't know stuff and we know we know stuff. You know what I mean? We know things. Yeah. It's how we got to where we are. It's like experience, uh, practice, like you said. And like that stuff over time is how I got to where I am. So I do know stuff. Sometimes I don't communicate it as well as I should of what I know. Sometimes I come off as a fucking idiot, and I'm fine with that. I don't care. Everybody, yeah, yeah. So, you know, everybody at one point in their life who does anything comes off as an idiot or not yeah. an idiot, you know, or whatever. Uh, whether the knowledge of their know-how is... I mean, I, he, I hear people just constantly talking at the bar about things they don't know anything about. I know. They're not I on my level, you know, or they're not on your level. You know, they don't know this specific thing. Or sometimes I hear good things, and I'm like, damn, that guy knows a lot of shit about that subject, and I'm actually, in fact, fascinated with this conversation. I'm trying to, like, wash glasses in the air and, like, you know, lend a ear. Yeah, listen in a little bit. So, yeah, I think there's <clears throat> a couple of... I think there's like two parts to it of, of the know-how. Like, I don't know anything, but yet I do know something because I'm still alive, I'm still here. I'm, do, I'm doing decently in life and I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to project good vibes and, and make my happiness as happy as I can be. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, somehow. Yeah. Um, so what's, what stopped you uh, from... Because I haven't seen you in a while. So what, what's... <laughs> obviously, I, I, I know, but what, you know, so what time and and the busyness factor and yeah, obviously yeah. you were down with the farm a little a little ways over the over the mountain right yeah so did that was that the reason that is a big part of it uh i uh recently uh got and lost a farm and uh the lease was uh for the first year temporary lease to kind of assess the land and the situation to figure out feel it out give feel it, it out try, see yeah. what it was going to be like so i got a, a rate discounted rate on the first year to uh to see if i wanted to secure a long-term lease on the land i thought that would be a good thing to do rather than make the decision right away right and uh by the end of the first year the landlords asked me to move out because they didn't want to see an organic farming scene and and the growing of compost and I had my RV on the land trying to subsidize my living by living on the land and then they uh, weren't they weren't happy with they weren't with happy you with you living there and 
the trying idea to, of to, to have a community kind of thing going on. They right. were just like, whoa, 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 stop all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. So I uh, pulled out of there and slowly gave away a lot of my belongings and now moving on to this new, uh, you know, new farm in Hawaii. But so I think the farm, uh, this whole process, really, and then uh, having met Sophia and... Uh, How long have you guys been dating now? It's been over a year and a half. No way. Yeah. Over? It's been that yeah. long? Yeah. Well, shit, you're almost, you're almost at my level already and, and that. And I didn't even realize it. Probably. Because I'm, I'm, I'll be two years next oh, month. Really? Okay, yeah, yeah. next month because we're already in June now. I'm so. thinking like three months or four months. Was, uh, so, yeah, years, so right? yeah. pretty much, right? Yeah, all right. Yeah. That makes sense. I didn't realize it was that long already. Right? Time just Time flies by on that. Yeah. So when I think about the rose, like I've come in maybe three times in the last... Yep, because I met her, like you said, once or twice. Well, without her, I mean. Like, I've come in... Oh, without only, her? Only, yeah. yeah. Probably only... Like, once or twice? Or I've three seen times, you... you know I've mean? probably seen you twice. In the last two years. In the last two you know? years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like I said, once or twice was with her. Right. And then one was by yourself and with a friend that, yeah. you know, I, I and I was like, oh, shit. And it was really late. Right. Probably after all the farming has ended and you're, the sun is down and it was about 10 o'clock or right. something. You know, see you coming in and be like, yeah... We did this, did that, and then all time right, for a beer. Time for a beer, and <laughs> you know, and yeah, but that's good, man. That's uh, so the relationship status, and she's all on board with moving and doing all the stuff with you. Is that is that what's going on? That's so we're gonna work that out right now and uh, figure out is whether she... or not I have a you know enjoy where I'm moving on to. You know, is I she taking wanna... the journey with you like right off the bat? Uh, she isn't. No. no, she's got a job right now. Okay, so you're separating for this time. For this time, yeah. at the moment, we're gonna meet up with each other for the trip to Europe. She's coming out there too, actually. Oh, awesome! So uh, we'll meet up in about a month after I leave, mm-hmm. and then uh, for a few weeks, and then come back and uh, be away for a few months until the end of the year, and hopefully by then I've secured, you know. A place to live and and uh, to provide for both of you guys and make sure while she transitions at least over comfortable, and, yeah. And see if she enjoys it, you know. Yeah, oh, totally. If she doesn't yeah, enjoy yeah. it, then uh, you know we'll we're go from there. Deal from we'll, that. we'll go yeah, from there. Exactly. Yeah. At least you can plan on setting it up. Yeah, yeah, setting it up, and 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 obviously you guys have had to have lots of discussions about. Right. This had to be. Oh yeah. Yeah. This had to be talked about and talked about again and again. Yeah. 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 That makes. I mean, girls. Or people, I don't know, not just girls, but adventurers, maybe I should say. Uh, people who are travelers, who do require... I had. It took me a long time, dude. I, I didn't come out to California to live for the longest time because of that kind of vibe. You yeah. know, nobody wanted to take an adventure with me. They didn't want to... And I kind of was stuck. And I think that was a lot of things that held me back because they were all talking about it and such. And a lot of people talk shit, you know. Right. But having you move around a lot... Right, you know, like you said, you were never at the same school. You're always transitioning. I did very similar uh, thing as well, and I transferred around a lot of different schools. So when I actually got to high school, all those people from those different boroughs and counties moved into the high school. So I knew a lot of fucking people already. Oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? So I didn't in high school. I was like, not picked on as much because I knew so many people. Still picked on for being a little different, and you know, being punk rock and you know, skateboarding type yeah. rather than but I you know I did sports and, and all that stuff as well that's kind of how they I, they knew me as well but um, 
but just being in a traveling, you know, traveling from apartment to apartment to to house to house, yeah. different boroughs, different counties, different you know, counties, you kind of yeah, yeah. get used to that movement, yep. right? So it's hard to bring somebody with you who's not, you know, completely down with traveling like that or going on that adventure. Yeah, I wouldn't say she's not down with it. She's not used I to think, our, you know, I think or better term of words. Yeah, go ahead. No, she she went to college in uh, New York. Okay, and, and cool. And then uh, master's degree in uh, in Kansas. So she's, so she she's is on that. Yeah. So she's gone. not a uh, stranger. And then she's traveled down to South America and hosted uh, youth programs there, educational youth programs, and sure it sounds kick ass. Yeah, yeah, nice. totally. So she totally she, she's totally a voyager. I think right now she's been settled down here and kind of buried some roots in this organization she's working for. Totally. Hidden Villa down in uh, the South Bay in the peninsula. In the okay, cool, cool. And, uh, and so uh, working with this nonprofit, working on the developmental side and helping with the internship and the, the leadership roles and, and guiding people through their program, she's really become... Uh, she's really become... Uh, uh, part of that uh, that team so yeah so it's she, gonna be so hard she, for yeah. her to break away for that for nothing so I really have to kind of for you yeah I have not to, for nothing it's for well, you I have to make sure that that's where I want to be I don't want to of course I don't want to tell her in six months oh I want to move back to Kelly you know what I mean I don't think it's going to happen but we both have had no, no, that no. Yeah, conversation yeah. no 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 that's definitely something to have gotta sure you got to have the pros and the cons exactly. or you got to weigh out yeah. and be like if it all doesn't work out and I'm homesick and I want to be on the, the the land instead of the island. Right. Then, yeah, I don't I don't that. want you to just up and move quit, your shit. Quit your job. Yeah, for me, don't yeah. for me like. Trust me, we're gonna. I want to be together, and you know, yeah. I want to make this work. But we got to take this time for a moment, and then let me just try to make this happen. Right. Yeah. No, I get that completely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a hard it's a hard thing transition, dude. It's transition. It's, it's tough, but I think. I think folks really, at the end of the day, really got to think about uh, getting out of their town and situation and, and try to... Their comfort zone. The comfort zone. Even yeah. though you might not be doing it for a long term, you don't have to make a big move and transplant. Just get out of there a little bit. And regrow. Yeah. Like, I've done it so many times, I know that I can't. When I went to high school, I didn't know anybody in the town that I moved into the high school. Yeah. So I moved in there first High school year, not knowing anybody few weeks late into the program mm. and like had to be the guy who like everyone got introduced to and uh because i've done that so many times previously i made friends with everybody i and knew yeah. how to be a little bit of this and a little bit of that and kind of like accept people for who they are and not just be one way or or uh <clears throat> you know not acknowledging the differences in people especially because most of the time i was different being indian and mostly white communities I had to yeah. like be accepted into the community in order for uh, me to build relationships with people. And it's hard. I feel like a lot of cultures get a bad rap for trying to build communi- you know, yeah. uh, uh, relationships. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not even just that. I just feel different cultures. You know, yeah, no, regardless right. of terrorism or any of that kind of dumb you're shit. Right. Because anybody could be a terrorist in my mind. No, you're right. White, black, Hispanic, Indian, European, Police. does not fucking Police. matter. Everybody's a yeah. fucking psychopath. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. I just feel like different cultures have a little bit of uh, you know, the bad rap because they're tossed into that kind of stuff, you know. And right. 
Um, I think everybody. That's what the story is. That's what people are talking about. Exactly. You know, I I think everybody has a brain. Everybody is uh, capable of anything. Death, you know, life. You know, it doesn't matter what you're capable of. It's, you know, it's a lot. It's a mix of things. You know, genetics. It's a mix of uh, how you grow up. It's the culture you are and where you're coming from and where you want to get to. You know, it's kind of a, a, and to be accepted, it's like enough of a fucking pain in the ass just to be accepted right amongst your peers friends of like who like the same fucking music yeah or fucking whatever right movies rather than be a culture acceptance of like this guy's a fucking terrorist (laughs) fuck this guy I'm like no first of all no you get the fuck out of here my friend is coming to hang out with me and we're drinking beers and smoking weed, motherfucker. You're a fucking asshole. Get the fuck out of here. You don't know shit. Yeah. So yeah, it's on that kind of level. Um, so, so, so is, is, but is she like, um, back to, you know, back to the little re- relationship. Yeah. yeah. Is she, um, on board though, if the, if this is a good thing, like if this happens and she's like, cool. I'll, uh, I'll I'll make something happen, and if I you know I'll make something happen if it all works out, and I know we want to be together, so I'll try to make it happen as much as I can. Because I know a lot of people are scared of that. You know, right. they're like yeah. afraid that they won't be able to succeed in another town. Right? No, she's not like that. Yeah, she's definitely. She's like, supportive. fuck that. I got that. I'm, I'm I can do it. She's like, if you got it, I'm in. I'm you in. Know? Like, yeah. like if you're doing if you're doing you and you're solid yeah. and I have a place to live and I like what's going on out there and I like the scene you know I mean the, the biggest thing I guess for somebody to transition to you is that I have a place to stay right right and then from there it's like okay I can get food and water you know I can well, scrounge like, on that I know you're gonna provide some of that then after that that's where the jobs come in the, the luxury items come in you know all that other complicated she's very, she's very community oriented too cool all right like the, the way she's trying to educate these youth and she's done uh you know leadership programs and and uh really hopes to help to inspire the youth the upcoming youth generation and and uh people in in her local area community towards not just food, but just uh, our communication styles and and what what uh, I don't know. I like a community center and, and kind of so she's like in that same. You guys, ha- you guys share the same passion and beauty for life, right? So and that, for people and for people, and that already says that because humanity is yeah. Yeah, no, humanity so, is what what we. Uh, humanity is everything. It's what we what we live for. It's what we are. It's, yeah, it's, it's uh, what we are, and people fucking lose track of that. Care of each other. Who the, the fuck are we taking care of? Who are we taking care of? And we we need so much, you know. Like, do you think we don't need everything? Do you we, think it's? Do you think a lot of people have um, selfish reasons to take care of their own, uh, or not their own? Um, sorry, those are wrong choice of words. Themselves. Yeah. Do you think it's selfish? When they're not about humanity, and they're more about possessions and things of like that kind of nature, I, I kind of think it's a little selfish when people like, you know, steer towards that. That it's all about me. Obviously, it's a selfish kind of thing. But I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's all about me, 
rather than taking care of my fellow man or what's good for our culture. So they're thinking things on a lower level, right? Like a right. you go from a, a river to a lake to a you know a pond or a pond to a lake to an ocean. Right. You got to think bigger fish. You got to think more things are out there. You got to think what you know. What do you think? Is is that um, do you think selfishness holds us back from caring about our fellow man in a bigger community? Like, you think people don't like community because of that? Or do you have, you know, or is it something else that I might be missing? Uh, I think... I think there's been a lot of studies on, you know, our psychology and our, our abilities to think beyond just ourselves and a lot of advertisements and a lot of uh, community aspects trigger on just the self thought and and think about yourself and you want to be this or you want to do that you know yeah and uh, and then the pressures of uh, financial pressures and, and holding people back from from doing these things unless they attain a wealth of some sort right then uh then it kind of completely keeps people in that area where, of the brain where they need to be focused on themselves. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a tool that's used uh, in, in warfare and, and in, manipulating, in manipulating global communities, maybe by greater politics. And uh, I think true. it's something to think about and something to look into, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's definitely how advertising works, you know? You go to an advertising yeah. firm, and what are they looking for? Like, what's going to trigger people's brains? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, if you're triggering people to think in a way that's going to affect their ability to want to build community and to work together, and then it's easier to target them as individuals and think of them as themselves as individuals. Yeah. Um, it, that just prevents community cohesion and growth and kind of and kind of yeah and it just promotes hate exactly kind of things and then the stuff that we don't need exactly for you know not understanding our fellow man or our neighbor or our friend or if or you the just guy uni- at the bar. unite people by color you know yeah then we don't then we don't get conversations like this yeah then we don't get fucking friendships good. of yeah. people from different friendships of all different colors and communities and you know and that's something you know it's like I feel like in the end, maybe when the world's over, you know how people predict world endings and you know stupid dumb things like that. Yeah. Apoc- not dumb. It's fun to think about the apocalypse. Will it ever happen? I don't fucking know. I don't care. Eh. I'll be I'll be out before then. I'm sure. I don't know. Think it'll happen in, my, in our lifetime? I think that you think you're thinking you're, you think you're gonna be alive to see the apocalypse? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. The more I, I, I look at what's going on today in politics, I'm like, oh my god, man. I just don't think that's going to be very difficult. In so the I think everybody worries about that. You know? Wow, so I think everybody worries about that thing, and I never. I think it'll change, but it's very difficult where we put ourselves into. Yeah, I, I, I just don't think that. There, there's quotes and you know fucking dumb things, to quote and say whatever. But um, the Avery brothers, you know... <clears throat> Avery? Avery. Avery. The, the Avery brothers? Whatever. I don't know. You can say it how you want. Avery. Avery. It's A-V-E-R-Y. <laughs> yeah, how did you say it? Avery. Avery. Avery brothers? No, the Avid. 
The Avid Brothers, sorry. Why? I'm drinking. Um, the Avid Brothers. So it's E-V-E-T-T. Okay. But, yeah. Um, so they have said, like, your life doesn't change by the man who's elected. And I think that's true in a sense, but not always. You are affected somehow, and I, you know, I was with housing and all this other crap. Yeah. So I was affected directly. But I think we got to get it past all that crap. You know, we got to get past of people worrying about what's going on from the above, like the higher, you know, and worry about what's in the lower or middle. So, well, we got, we got about, you know, five, we got ten minutes. Yeah. We got to crack another beer, whether you finish it or not. Okay. That's on you. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we got to crack another beer. But, Sorry, I don't uh, mean to interrupt. No, 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 no. I, I'm very aware of time, and when you got to go, you got to go. That's yeah. that's the thing. But I love having you on, so I, I really appreciate no, it. No, thank you. I feel like we had a, a great conversation going, yeah. so. So what were you saying? Even though... No, I just don't... I think we need to get away from people worrying about the higher above, like the bosses, you know? Right. If they're comfortable or not. No, totally. How about we worry about totally. if we're comfortable or not? We we can make... As, we make, yeah, we citizens. make their paychecks. Yes. We give them their money. Yeah. We make their energy roll by funding them, you know? Yeah. Just like how you chose to buy these beers, you chose not to buy certain companies because you're not wanting to fund their operation. Right. What they're doing. The, low, the less people do that, the less people are into it, then the less that we'll see the effects of yeah. these high rollers. Cut the motherfuckers off. Cut them off. Cut the head off. If the you're snake. the daddy and you're giving to the trust fund baby, cut him off. Yeah. If he's doing harm. Right? I don't know if you can affect people individually like that, but if we don't support that trust fund baby... Well, that's what I'm saying. What if, what if, if, what if all of us... Baby fall. Well, yeah, yeah. What if all of our... Everybody out there, what if we all just said... Unless they want we're to not, What if we just said we're not giving to politics? We're not giving any money to politics. It uh, just fell and went zero. It completely went to zero. Not that I'm saying that politics aren't a good thing. I'm not saying that. No, I hear you. All I'm saying is if we start over and we're just like, how about this year? Or the election year? We don't fucking support and we don't give any money. Why? Because you motherfuckers are choosing wrong people. I agree. We're not choosing that shit. I agree to that. No, here to that. I hear that. Alright, so we're going to do one last beer here. What happened? Let's, uh, we'll take a little... Oh, hold on a second. So, yeah, I mean, uh, and, and what I'm saying is that um, I, I just think that people shouldn't be afraid. Basically, fear is, get, get out of the fear thing, you know. We don't need the president to live in fear. To live in, you know, we don't need to live in fear or be uh, hospitalized because we're worried about the, what the president's doing. Like, right. Let's just hunker down on ourselves. Let's gain momentum and stop feeding somebody else. Cut people off. Cut them off. Yeah. So we do at the bar, right? You're too drunk? Cut him off. That's true. Um, the president's out of control? Cut him off. Cut him off. He's had too many, right? He's been at, he's been fucking he's been at the bar too long. You're cut off. Yeah. Go I, take a nap, come back and regroup. I think that like the the hard part about what uh or why folks don't or it's it's hard to do it, you know? No, like, yeah, totally. Even even myself, I'm like, how do we cut off the president? How do we how do we stop our politicians from voting for the things that we don't want them to vote for, and it's one thing to call them, but we also need to vote for them. 
you know? Well, I feel like people aren't listening to the people's problems. And then we need to run for them. We're always, we're worried about weird things. Yeah. We're worried, I mean, we're worried about, we're worried about people's sex, and we're worried about people, like, gays getting married. Those things shouldn't be worried about. They should just be a given, right? In any sense, however you're, because we're on the same sense, right, of organic and natural. Right. Right? Right. Whatever feels natural or is natural, just let happen. Right. Not murder. You know, there should be a couple <laughs> things. Like, don't, if it feels natural to kill somebody, don't. <laughs> but on the other sense, if it feels natural to fuck another guy, go for it. Right. If it feels natural to be with another woman, go for it. it you know, anything that feels natural to you sexually, whatever your orientation, or if you want to be a man, you want to, you know, cut your dick off and turn it into a pussy, like, fucking do it. But that stuff should just be a given, kind of, you know? And everybody's focusing on these weird things that should already be like, shut the fuck up, of course. I'm giving you that right. It's not... Is it a shock value? It doesn't shock me anymore. You yeah. know, it doesn't shock anybody. I feel like we vote for these people. Right. You know what I mean? We gotta, so that's we the wrong just... things that we should be focusing on, but legalizing weed, you know, having alcohol, like there's some things that should be discussed and being like, okay, everybody handle your shit. Handle your own. Right. And I get everybody can't handle it. You give somebody, <laughs> get somebody a joint and they fuck can't do it. You, right. know, you give somebody two beers and they're fucking off the handle. Right. Get it. That's why there's limits. Right. That's why there's fucking discussion. You know what I mean? There's just like this weird, but we can't live in fear of that. We have to get, get out of that mind, you know, we have to get out of that mindset of not being depressed because of the president, you know, scared of what's going to happen. They're going to drop a bomb. You're going to drop bombs. going to fucking happen. Hiroshima. It's going to fucking, it's going to happen. Right. You know what I mean? We can't predict it. We can try to prevent it, but we, we, we can't just say, oh, I got hit with a bomb. Right. Fuck. I don't know. You know what I mean? Oh, I, just, I just think we need to get out of that like fear stage. Of, I know what you're saying, though. Yeah. We can't live in that fear stage and be like making decisions from that place. Yeah, cut, the, cut off the fucking guy who's an asshole. I feel cut like him that, off. That kind of, that kind of uh, you know, mind manipulation, whatever you want to call it, like the, the, the ability to put people in that state of fear is what allows us to not make decisions soundly or in a way that we would if we were really just working for our community. You yeah, know? exactly. Um, all right, yeah, so our last and final beer, and this is going to be the heaviest of the of the, the ones, but this is the Firestone Easy Jack IPA. Easy Jack. Yep, from Firestone Walker Brewing right. Company. And this one is from... Um, um, Peso Robles. Oh wow, California. And I'm looking for the percentage. I can't see. It. Oh, there we go. It's four or five. So it's actually the one of the lower ones that we've had, but the strongest flavor and body. I'm so excited. this is kind of the session IPA, the Easy Jack. Summer session. Nice and chill. IPA. Summer session. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Oh, I love it. So good. Wow. Yeah, I love Easy Jack. It's nice. Easy Jack, huh? Yeah. So like a pumpkin? Um, Is maybe? it got pumpkin in there? It doesn't have pumpkin. No, no. It's not It's not any kind of um, um, beer like that. No other flavor. No, huh? no other flavors, but the oh. hops. The hops in itself what wow. goes into it, which I'm not... 
totally sure if it's you know mosaic or any kind of simcoe or any kind of certain hop that they have obviously they do but it's got a spice in there it's yeah it's got a little bit of a, like a cinnamon or a allspice kind of i think that's still from the hops though really? yeah wow. they have so many different hops coming out and the things that you put in there although they do you know randomly get you know spice stuff up but the easy jack doesn't it's just oh, really yeah, it's just solid session ipa so it's you want you want that 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 Indian pale ale flavor, yeah. But just, I won't get fucking hammered after two beers and fall off my fucking horse. Take it and go. Take it and go. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Um. So yeah. So uh, you're gonna be leaving. You're gonna be moving to Maui. And the closing, any closing arguments you wanna you wanna leave with that you're. Uh, you're excited about you want to just say to the people um, before you're on the island and totally fucking I don't see you for like 10 years and I'm like hey <laughs> remember me and you're like I know you hey how's it going you <laughs> lily guy no I'll be out there before no, then okay. at least another five years no 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 I'll no be, you gotta come out no no I will I'll definitely come, come out. out yeah I mean I definitely recommend folks to come and visit mm-hmm. you know and uh, yeah, and Maui I haven't been to and, and Laura fucking loves Hawaii and I love Hawaii so we'll that's like one of the main we'll shoot right to you kind of a thing that you know it's amazing that there's a you know a group of people that could navigate the stars and found their way up across the pacific before you know compasses and all of that fuck yeah and uh, <clears throat> have, have found their way in the middle of the pacific islands and uh it's great to uh to you know pay tribute to that visit these this beautiful place the culture and yeah and see what it's like in the in the tropics and in the beautiful uh pacific ocean you know mm-hmm. yeah agreed uh you want to leave us with some ukulele too a little ukulele yeah do you ukulele what you want i don't know i got the ukulele right there is this a nuke yeah although it's not tuned maybe to your standard is this a baritone yeah it's a little bit deeper that's uh but what do you it might not be the right chord so is it close is it, it might that be off bad. <laughs> not too bad because I tuned it to something else I have no idea yeah no I'll, I'll bring the ukin again for another session alright cool yeah but yeah I um I play here let me show you show so me. I do a little the only thing I do like a couple beats on this little so this is my always my ending to my I have like But I have that at the oh. I've already had that pre-recorded for a little while. Yeah. That's always it ends every podcast. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then I have like a you know so you can do little open chords on it like that. So it's like an open, yeah. So that like the nylon strings, the little, little hard little body that it's got, and just it's it's just it's so fucking relaxing. It really spreads Aloha vibes through the sound waves. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's a good time, and I, I always love the ukulele. So yeah, next time we have to have a jam session. Yeah. And if I do come out to Hawaii too, well, I'll, it won't be the exact um, wonderful audio studio setup that I have here. That's so 
Awesome. No. But epic. <laughs> epic. I'll, although I'll bring the travel mic. Okay. And, you know, the, the laptop, and then we can have a little fuck around. If, you know, so so I can travel and get the podcast without you have to That'd come to awesome. me. Like, yeah. I'll come to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I would love to yeah, have you out. That would be super cool, man. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on, dude. Thank and, you uh, very much. Yeah. And uh, I wish you all the best in with the, the lady and <laughs> the farming yep. and um, all the endeavors that you're going to fucking pursue. And I hope something sticks and just fucking blows your, blows your top. Thank you. Makes much. it all work, man. Cheers. Cheers. Enjoy. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into the podcast, people. Uh, I know sometimes I probably come off as a fucking idiot. Which is, you know, gonna happen. Gonna happen a bunch of times. Uh, especially when you're drinking beers and uh, doing a little smoke, you know. Uh, it's bound to happen. I don't always come across as the most intelligent. Uh, but hopefully you guys are entertained and you're having a good time. Um, if you are, please go write a review on iTunes. Uh, you know, bump it up so I, maybe I can get a star. At least one out of five or something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, enjoy your weekend. Um, happy Friday, everybody, and uh, uh, we'll be—I'll be posting another one on Tuesday. Uh, I have a podcast Monday uh, with my friend Grace Dubois, so uh, yeah, stay tuned for that one. See ya. Mm-hmm.